I'm recording that right now. So let's get this going. <laughs> let's do it. All right, fellas. What up? What up? What up? Another what do? episode. What do? Season two, episode four. Yeah. How everybody doing today? Yes, hey. sir. We, we Gucci, baby. How you doing? <laughs> Donkey? Everything good, bro. Glad to be in the building again. Well, I ain't left the building. But glad to Keon. be here. <laughs> sure. you, you ain't leave the building for a while, man. Keon, how you doing, man? Man, everything's good, man. Everything's good, man. Easter tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Lee, a friend to the show. Glad to have you today. We got Greg no from the from the athletic. How you doing? Sir? All good, man. All good. <laughs> good to have you. Oh yeah, I'm good to be here. Good to be here. Since you since you since you're a friend to the show, but still a guest, man, we're gonna let you uh start off with our first topic. Okay. You know, a lot of things going on. We know the NFL draft is coming up in another couple of weeks. I know everybody should be excited. See something. See something, yeah, man. Uh, strategy, something going on. But there's been a lot of a lot of um, conversation about Tua's health. Yeah, a lot of health concerns, man. And it's it's it is a, it's a chance that he may drop in the draft. Yeah, definitely a chance. What's your thoughts about that? Well, you know, in, in the NFL, it's a quarterback league, and if you see someone who has talent, it only takes one team to take a chance on him. Uh, look, he you know, people view him as a left-handed Drew Brees with his accuracy and. Uh, he has better he has better deep ball than Drew because he has a strong arm. But yeah, the main concern is not just the hip, but he's had other issues with the wrist. He's had ankle issues, so he's been an injury risk at at uh, Alabama. And if you're going to draft uh, Tua, who also uses his legs a little bit to get out get out the pocket, he doesn't like he doesn't like to run. But if you don't have an offensive line right now, like like as a fortress, uh, why would you invest in in a quarterback who could be a possible walking mash unit throughout his career? Uh, but I still think that given that this league is still quarterback-driven and Tua has the skills to do it, if you keep him upright and uh, do a better job than what the coach did early on in Andrew Luck's career uh, in terms of protection, uh, he'd be the worthwhile investment. Shoot. Don, how you feel? Yeah, I, I, I agree with what Greg said. Um, but the, the thing that, that, that blows me about this – well, and, let me say this. In Tua's situation now, that everybody's putting the pressure, well, we're coming up with, you know, saying he has, which he did have, has a lot of injuries. The good thing about two is he could be in a situation where he do drop and go to a team that's already have an established quarterback mm-hmm. and sit for a year and be yeah. fully healthy when it's time to take his time to take a play. It's just like what Green Bay did with, with Aaron Rodgers and, and Brett Favre. He went to, he went to Green Bay. He sat for two years. So when he when he was able when it was time for him to play, he had a chip on his shoulder and performed the way he's performing now. So I think for Tua, yeah, his money might be de- decreased a little bit in this situation, but at the same time, this would give him time to be get fully healthy. If there if, if there are any concerns by the time he gets drafted, then he would be ready to go by the start of the season. So I think in in a way, this might be helping Tua down the road, and he would be on a better team. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I think I saw also we was talking about Miami, right? I, it's rumors now they might try to trade up to try to get uh, Joe Burrow. But I doubt it's Cincinnati going to trade that pick. Yeah, but uh, Tua, man, it's a risk, man. You don't want to be that organization who don't pick him and then he become a legend, you know what I'm saying, a Hall of Famer, and you looking back at your franchise like, man, I pass up on this Hall of Famer guy. 
And it's definitely a concern because, like Greg said, the guy kind of been injury prone since he's been in uh, Alabama, you know, with just different injuries or whatever. But if he's there, it's, it'll be hard to pass up on him, man, because you don't want to be that GM that didn't draft this guy. <laughs> You know, especially if he turned out to be like a Patrick Mahomes, somebody like that, Lamar uh, Jackson. You know what I'm saying? Because these type of quarterbacks you need now. He can move the pocket like Drew Brees, buy time, accuracy, throw down the field like Greg said. I might have to roll the dice with Devin, man. I might have to go ahead and get him. Ray, man, what, how you feel, bro? Hey, bro, I go get him, brother. Dude, I know people talking about he injury prone. I mean, ankles, I mean, that happens, right? Now, Alabama rushed him back with the procedure that they did. You know, he could have waited a couple of weeks. He probably would have been fine. Like, it wouldn't have been a big deal. <clears throat> um, I haven't heard any, you know, thing about the wrist issues. I know, you know, Deron had mentioned that, you know, via text. Uh, I guess Mel Kuyper has a podcast that talked about it. Um, but that didn't show any performance. But it was, uh, it was I think it was Ed, um, and I want to make sure I get the source right. I forgot the guy's last name. It was McDaniels or something like that. It, it was somebody else who has a connection okay, yeah. that felt that had, like, he had said that the uh, two organizations. Well, Ed Water, right? Ed Water. Ed Water. Two organizations failed, failed his physical. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah, because of the, 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 the ankles and the wrist. And it was because of the hip. The, hip. He's coming back to the hip. I think the wrist story is kind of odd because he broke his wrist in the spring because that's the reason why – when him and um, Jalen was going back and forth as far as who's going to win the quarterback job, he broke his wrist in the spring, but right. he, they, they, didn't, they didn't actually decide until the fall. So he came back. So right. I, when he broke it again. So I'm not yeah. sure he broke it twice. I, 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 that's the only thing I didn't get because he couldn't broke it twice because he, that means he would have broke it the next year, the following mm -hmm. year. So, I mean, he didn't have no drop-off in his performance. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he lit up college for three years. And the hip, you know, that was a fluke injury. Yeah, uh, out of the pocket, holding the ball too late. Um, you know, things happen. But the dude is a straight-up talent. I, I truly think he's better than Joe Burrow. And if I'm the, – the if he's sitting at five, the, the Dolphins, you roll with it, bro, because you can start Fitzpatrick for a year if you want to and let dude get healthy. But then you have to have a line around him to protect him because he's kind of one of those quarterbacks. He's going to hold it sometimes to make a play. Um, and that's just with grooming him as a quarterback. And I think – he get into the NFL system, I think he'll be fine, bro. I don't look at the injury so much. It's football. It's going to happen. Plus, you're not paying quarterbacks a ton of money like the last deal uh, before they put the cap in with uh, Sam Bradford, right? Exactly. So you can roll a dice with a quarterback now. You're not paying him more than $20 million over the life of the contract. You see what I'm saying? So you roll a dice even if you got to sit him two years, which, you know, you, you're not doing that, but I'm rolling the dice. If I'm hey. Detroit, I'm picking him at three. Let me Stafford out of there in a year. Well, let me ask y'all a question. I'm going to throw it to everybody. I'll just jump on this one. Do you think it's fair the criticism he gets for his injury history? Because there's a lot of players that have it. It's positions everybody gets injured. Yeah. Right? Corners get injured. Linebackers get injured. Um, but then when the quarterback has those type of injuries, it, it looks upon, I guess, differently. Well, if you have, if you have recent – if you have recency bias, you think of Sam Bradford, who was always hurt at Oklahoma. Yep. Right. What yeah. happened, and look what happened to his career in the NFL. So if you're going to use that standard, you know, teams and scouts look at point at Sam Bradford, who had that uh, similar injury history in college as what Tua has now, and look at how uh, Sam's career panned out. 
But I think people get on Sam because he made like fifty million dollars. Exactly. Exactly. The money, the money is reason why you talking about Sam Bradford's uh, bust and the injury history and all that. But but that's not his fault. People was people continue to pay him. I mean, it's true. Yeah, he was hurt. They, they gave him a twenty uh, one year twenty. Last time he played for, gave him twenty million dollars. Exactly. Exactly. He played, four, he played four games. Yeah, Minnesota. One of them. Yeah. Minnesota. They four games. They paid him twenty million dollars for four games, basically. Yeah. I mean, he's been a, he's been a prototype of well, he's the he's the main reason why they had to put that rookie scale in. Yeah, yeah bro. Him and Matthew Stafford. Him and Matthew Stafford was the last two to get that kind of money. He's but Stafford, but Stafford, as you know, he's you know progressing, made plays. But this is the question I think that everybody is missing. I think who are are, are you trying to start two of this NFL season? I think that's the question that you need to ask yourself when you draft Tua. Because if you're not trying to draft, if you're not trying to make Tua play this NFL season, then I can understand everybody saying, you know what? We already got quarterbacks in place. Let's let's draft this guy, give him a year to heal. Because like I say, in Miami case, they got Fitzpatrick and they got the they got the dude. And Rosen. Arizona. Yeah. Rosen. So guess what? Why if I'm Miami, I'm still going to get him. Because guess what? I got me a backup and I got me a starter for the season. Now the only way I would play two if both of them goes down. So at the nah, end, the only way you no, nah, only way you'll play two of the team if the season's terrible. Yeah, yeah, put them in. Yeah, but I'm I'm just saying I'm just saying I'm just saying if you if you know that you got two stable quarterbacks, right? I would draft two anyway, knowing that he's going to be my starter next year. So I will let him sit, I will let him sit the bench and, and get himself. Healthy, if he's not healthy. Now, if he's healthy, well, it's another ball game. But well, if he's it, not healthy, I would let him ride it out and keep it moving. Well, the only team who can do that is you, you have a secure ownership knowing that your team is not in win-now mode. That's true. And and right now, the only team like that is Miami because at least finally the Miami owner is going to be patient with the process of what uh, the head coach is putting culture in place for that franchise. Yeah. Say if this was – if if two went to Detroit – that owners owners in the nineties want to see a Super Bowl. They trying to be win now, and that probably won't be the right place for him to go in Detroit to be the starting quarterback right, right now. But if he goes to Miami, they're not in win now mode. So that's probably the best place for him to go because he can sit out for a year because those two other quarterbacks is on the team. But you know what though, Miami has made some good pickups on the offseason. season. I, to me personally, I think that might might change for them this year because they did make strides when everybody thought they were taking last season. So they I did. Still, yeah, I, I still think they're not win now Super Bowl mode, but they're winning. Yeah, now. yeah, okay. Win, yeah, win, they can win. They can win. Uh, they can win seven games right now. But gotcha. Is it worth? Is it worth bringing in Tua right now and 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 risk his health, or rather, sit him in a seven eight game win season and sit him and rest him to next year, where next year you say, okay, next year we got we got to win ten games and make the playoffs with this quarterback who we've had in the system for a year and he's healthy. Gotcha. They, yeah. What he's talking about is well Detroit's in win win mode because they they coach can be fired. The coach and GM can be fired at the end of the season. Yes, five point can be yeah, they, they can be gone. <laughs> so they have to win. They 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 know they have to win. And I, and I think they're gonna have to go with Sam Bradford for the season. Not Sam Bradford, but uh Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford. Because of the fact that they have to win. Yeah, they could have just gave him a new contract. So they ain't got no choice. They got to. They got to. And he's it. look. And for all the Matt Stafford angst people have on, he's been a good quarterback on a bad team. Never had a thousand yard rusher. Uh, and when you had, and, and yes, he had Calvin Johnson, but that's all he had. Uh, and his offensive lines wasn't really that good. He's he had some really, decent tight ends. He had uh, yeah, he, he, he had, had 
Pettigrew. Yeah, he had he had some he had some players, but you're right. But, they, he didn't have a support system. He didn't right. have a support system. But you know what though? If we if we talk about Matthew Stafford not having a support system, hell, um, a man out in uh out in Seattle didn't have a support system. So that ain't that ain't no excuse. Who? Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. He has a stable head coach and a stable general manager. Yeah, but I that's the support system I'm talking about. Yeah, but when we get down and to the players, defense, and they had a defense. That's yeah. true. Yeah. That's the question I'm talking about. Final thoughts on this one, bro. I'm sorry, I'm cutting everybody. Keep it up. Next top, we got to stay on track. <laughs> um, nah, man, I ain't got nothing to say about that. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You do. You, I see you yeah, down in. Yeah. yeah. Ray, you got any final thoughts, man? Draft to a baby over Burrow. Telling you. Well, now that we're sticking, we're, just, we're gonna stay in the draft since we're talking about these different topics and things coming up, man. My next question to you guys, man, is is about Chase Young and the Redskins. It's a lot of chatter that the Redskins are not gonna go with Chase Young, that they may pick somebody else. Maybe Tua a couple of weeks ago was Tua, now it's something else. Chase Young feel like he's the best player in the draft. He's got a lot of uh, he's got a lot of people stating that, and I I think so as well. He's one of the best. Mm-hmm. Um, would it be a mistake for the Skins? And this is Donathan's team. So we're going to start with you. Would it be a mistake for your sorry Skins? <laughs> that, little, that weak stadium. <laughs> your sorry Skins. Would it be a mistake going, going against drafting Chase Young? I, th- I, think, I think it would be. I think Chase Young is, has proven that he has a great motor. He's a, he's a great athlete. Um, he knows how to get to the quarterback. I, I, I think... <laughs> with the new with the new management in place, I would think that they would take him. In the past, I wouldn't think so. Now, it, it's going to come down to whether if are the Skins trying to get more picks with Chase Young. So let's say they trade down to Miami, Miami take Tua, and they get the fifth pick for like one or two picks, and they get Chase Young at five. Because I'm pretty sure he would be there. If he ain't at two, he can be there at the five. Because I think other other people want within that one to five range, other people even looking for a quarterback or a receiver. So I think that's how they're trying to play it. But for me, I, I'll just go ahead and take him off take him off the top and keep him moving. Because, because you can trade Kerrigan, even though he want to stay with the Skins, but you can trade Kerrigan and get picks, like a second and third round pick for Kerrigan. So I would just take him want, and keep man, him moving. Nobody wants Kerrigan, bro. Nobody You're not going to get a second-round pick for a guy with one year left in his deal at age 31. Well, if you get a fourth or fifth-round pick, you get an extra pick in the draft. That's what you want. Redskins lack draft capital. They don't have a second-round pick due to the trade last year. Well, they're trying yeah. to get Montez Sweat. And that's why the Chase Young uh, conversation is going right now because they can get tra- draft capital, but at the same yeah. time, they try and get – that's why they should have traded Trent Williams last year, the old administration, to get a second round pick last year. Now they won't get one because they don't the get nothing. Screwed them. They Trent, don't get nothing for Trent. Everyone knows Trent didn't want to play there, so it was like everyone was like, "Why would I give you a draft pick for Trent?" And you're right. So, Man, I would, bad. I would take, I would take Chase Young, but I would, there, there was a trade proposal that actually made sense—a three-team trade where um, the Dolphins were involved, but and the Lions were involved too, uh, and the Redskins was only dropped down to the third pick, you know, and, and gain an extra first round pick and still get a Chase Young. If that was real, I would do that. Oh, yeah, kick. without question. Whoa, 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 hold on, hold on. Are we getting inside information right now? 
I read this. I just I read this. Listen, if you want to broadcast, you give us something a new scoop. We no, it's not a scoop. We love to have it right here on the show, right here. It's always not a scoop. It's just it's just where I read a proposal someone put out there, and it actually made sense for all parties. If if the Dolphins really are scared that Tua won't be there at the spot they're going to be at five, and they move up to the second spot with the Redskins, and the Lions are involved with the deal too, uh, and the Redskins get an extra first-round pick, um, they could come out in that deal with uh, him and a, and a first and a receiver in the first round if they want to go that route, or find it if they can get a tackle, uh, because they'll need that if, if they if they get rid of Trent Williams, because that on the offensive line, a tackle is, is still in, a, in an issue. And you still have a quarterback and a growing quarterback in Dwayne Haskins, you gotta protect him. Uh, so, like I said, I think you should go after Chase Young because you should go follow the, what the Niners have done with having that all star defensive line. Uh, four, four number one picks on the, on, the, on the line. Redskins have a strong defensive line. You can make mm-hmm. it stronger. You can help out your back, your, your back seven, especially the linebacker position is not as strong, but you got a pretty good secondary back there that you can help out. You give the secondary. A half second less to cover with Chase Young on the line with Montez Sweat and Payne and Ionitis and, and Allen and Kerrigan. But you got you got five, six guys who can go to get after the quarterback from the outside and from the inside. So then Chase Young would help you out like the 49ers had what they front for. Hey Keith, right. what do you think? Yeah, I agree. Uh if you can if you if you can get like Miami to jump up and try to take two at two, uh, like you said, Detroit for more picks, you should do it. But if not, you got to get the best player available in the draft. And like you say, ain't nothing wrong with having depth as going to get a, a defensive, you know, defensive um, on the defensive line going getting a quarterback. Because that's how uh, remember New York had all that depth that those years when they won a championship. They was rotating out guys, rotating them in. You got fresh bodies in the fourth That's how they beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. They didn't have the blitz. Yeah. They didn't yes. have the blitz at all. Because they keep the oh, guys fresh. So it'll be a mistake if they <laughs> don't take them. But like Greg said, if unless you're getting a first-round pick and you know you can still get him later on, like at the third or fourth, fifth pick, then you do that. But if not, you got to get the best player available. And it don't matter if you got pass rushes already. Depth, beat, talent, uh, depth take any day special and the um games like that are running in the trenches when you can get after the quarterback because you can have corners safety if you ain't getting after the, no pressure it don't matter mm-hmm. and the help is that, that Ruben Foster pretty much had a year off he's gonna be their middle linebacker next year anyway you know he's yeah. basically, he basically like a two a rookie I mean you know mm-hmm. he had one year that he really didn't play the entire season now he got a whole couple of years he's been out so he's mm-hmm. gonna look a fresh body put out there and play in the middle I mean, Ray, man, you up next, bro. Well, yeah, I mean, if I'm the Skins and Rivera, you coach up uh, Haskins, you got a quarterback. The kid just needs some time. Like, he only started one year at Ohio State. Go get Chase Young. And I like the, the depth. And that's one of the things, like, um, you know, everybody's saying, you got to get out the quarterback. Um, but the dude from Ohio State, that corner is nice, too. Oh, they okay. can probably yeah, yeah, that 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 could help the skins as well if they end up getting the trade back, getting some extra picks. Um, but they can't go wrong going defense, adding depth to the D line. Um, and like I said, you know, maybe one of the other cats could be trade bait. Like you talk about trading Kerrigan, you could probably get a third or four round pick for him, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe. 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 As far as fourth round but those pick, one year you deal, left on the deal. But I'd take a fourth round pick. Okay. Yeah, I'd take a fourth round pick. 
Because if you if you can draft well, bro, like you, it's a lot of talent in this draft. And you can find well, if, if a team wants Kerrigan's a team, I was a team who would trade for Kerrigan's a team that's in win now mode. So yeah, I would have cut them at the end of the season. I'd have cut them this past season. Maybe with a year left, cut them. Depending on the dead cap money, probably. I mean, it ensures the reason why they probably didn't cut them. With a year left on your deal, but you could have some, you know, them bonuses and. You know, there's a lot of way to be structuring those contracts, bro. Back-ended money, you know, still probably got some guaranteed money for him. I'm, I'm sure it's something probably with the dead cap, some dead cap money probably. Yeah, it could have been something, man. I just think, like, at this point in his career, you mm-hmm. can be younger anyway. You're going younger as a team. I would have cut him, moved on. Maybe he's a veteran presence in the locker room that helps. Yeah. I, I guess they're 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 a good locker room guy, so. Yeah, they got a real young D-line, bro. So, you know, yeah. you need a little bit of veteran presence around, bro. You know, and Kerrigan is definitely a leader. He's a, a fan favorite. He's a face of the franchise. And, I, I, you know, it'll be tough to get rid of. And, look, he's only making 11 million. He's making 11 million dollars on a salary cap. He's going to cost the team $11.5 million in a salary cap for one year. So it's a good deal for a guy who's uh, second in the, in the franchise history in sacks. Uh, so it's, there's, there's no real reason why, why to uh, – um, there's no reason why to give him up. Yeah, I can understand that. I can understand that. All right, let's get to the next topic. So, during the draft, you know, there is always teams that tend to try to trade up. What team did you guys, just one team, what team do you guys feel could benefit from trading up in this draft? And I'll start with you, Keon. Uh, probably um, Miami, if they – was like, don't think, uh, you know, if they wanted to go for the uh, Barrow, you know, because uh, like I said, I've been hearing uh, rumors that they really was wanting to get Joe Burrow from Cincinnati. So if they put the pressure on Cincinnati. If that's, you feel like that's your guy and that's your future, you know, I said, you know, they should go for it because like you said, they have made other moves throughout the season that was real good for them, you know, so they got definitely a lot of picks. And if anybody can withstand moving up, I'll go with Miami because they got a lot of picks that they can trade up for. They got, three, like, they got three first round picks. Yeah, so I, I, I would go with Miami. Three, how many picks? Three first round picks. Oh, damn, okay. They loaded, boy. They got the capital to do it. They got three, they got, uh, they got five, 18, and 26. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bro, they, they they raped the Texans. What well, say? <laughs> no, dive into that a little bit, but yeah, you're right. But yeah, so yeah, I like I like the Dolphins to move up. Like I say, they can be real aggressive this year. They can really like shake up the draft and get two impact players. Um, I think uh, the Chargers probably should move up a little bit. Because I'm not really sold when they're sitting at that five. Two is going to be gone. Burrow is going to be gone. Then it's kind of a drop off. Um, so I would think the Chargers could probably move down a little bit or move up and be aggressive and go get Tua if they feel Tua is the guy for them. Um, so they could then be ready to win mode now. They have nothing. You can't depend on uh, Tyrod Taylor. I don't care what they coach saying. <laughs> the boy's foolish. Well, look, I would look, let me tell you why they could go with Tyrod for one year. Last year, you know, Phillip Rivers, who was a turnover waiting to happen. That was if you would have cut. And Tyrod Taylor is risk averse. He doesn't take risk. He doesn't nope. turn, over the, turn over the ball. 
right? And that's a good defense. And, and, you know, we grew up in New Orleans. We grew up with a quarterback who didn't turn over the ball and just get the ball to the defense with the Saints defense. You win games 2017 with Tyrod Taylor. You could win 20. Man, come on, man. Listen, don't try to put the Saints. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just going by this. Don't do All I'm saying is that. Look, look, look. Cut it out now. Like, let's not, that's not, that's not fabricating. No, no, no. I'm just trying to give you an example. I'm going to give you a similar example. The Buccaneers. Had a quarterback who threw three 30 picks and they only won seven games. They, they still won seven games with a guy who threw 30 picks. If you cut those turnovers in half, they would have been in the playoffs last year. I'm just saying, that's you a need a quarterback who did not turn the ball over. That's a good example, but the growing up with the Saints, the Saints. I'm just saying, no, I'm just saying, if you believe in a defense and a team that doesn't turn over the ball, now I don't believe, I didn't believe in the Saints offense back then because they were too conservative. But with the Chargers defense, what they got on talent on defense, you can play that way. Not in the NFC. Look at the challenge the Chargers have on defense. They can't. Don't tell me they can't play. They better put up some points in the AFC West. They can't play that way in the AFC West. You, you, what you're talking about is the equivalent of Denver. Denver, Denver looked like that. They, it, no one can. No one can. No one can compete with Patrick Mahomes. You can't try to compete by trying to keep close with your defense. Um, so I'm saying they don't have a quarterback, but I rather have. I rather have a quarterback. Who's not turning over the ball? You got a better chance of winning the game that way. That? Do you agree that San Francisco San Francisco defense was probably the best defense that Kansas City played this past season? Uh, well, mm. yeah, because you know why the Chargers defense were hurt last year. Jason Brett, their safety was hurt. The, the starting quarterback was hurt. They had a lot of injuries in the, in the Chargers defense. But you look on paper know. that Chargers defense. I said Chargers beat the defense is better than the 49ers defense. No. Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You, I'm you, just telling y'all. Okay. But I'm just saying, that's the best defense they played, and he put 31 on. It, it, it took a while for him to get that 31, too. It was a slow it, start. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how you get it, as long as you get man. it. Right? And it, it, he didn't man. play great. Imagine if he would have played. Now, look what he did to the Texas defense. Right? Look what he did to nah, all that, That's an overrated defense. Texas defense is not do we all can we all agree that the Titans had a defense that was rolled in the playoffs? Exactly, and they got a pretty good and, defense. And, they, and he lit them. They up. do, and the oh. offense didn't score. No, and the offense couldn't score because they 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 just hand the ball to one guy. They didn't really trust the Tannehill. Well, well, no, no, no. They actually they, they took the ball out of Derrick Henry's hands. That's what they did against against Kansas City. That's what made it worse for them. But you got to realize everything everything you're saying is right. But you got to score points in that that division. The Raiders. No, you got to. You got to. But you couldn't. You, you can't score points if you turn on the ball neither. I hear what you're saying. <laughs> no, <laughs> man, what's your team that can move up in the draft? We got to stick with the. We got to stick with what we're talking about. What's your uh, just what, looking what, at. Just looking at. I'm gonna tell if 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 I'm one of the teams. Um, I think Jacksonville or Cleveland need to move up. Because they do offensively, offensively, I think Cleveland is pretty good, but I think they need more on the defensive side. I think they need they, if they can get them like another corner, another safety. You know, offensively, I think they're pretty much good to go. I just I just think that they just they need a tackle. Yeah, and they, and they do need a tackle. They do need a tackle, and I think by them getting a tackle, it would better serve um, the QB now. Offensively, we, I'm, I want to see with the new changes, with the offensive coordinator and all that, how would that benefit them? Because I do think that Cleveland got a lot of talent, and I think with a with a better with a better offensive line, it'll give Odell Beckham and all those guys, the, the receivers that they have, more time to get open, and they can they can produce in their running game because they got two quality running backs 
So I think Cleveland, if somebody like Cleveland will move up and, like you said, Greg, get a tackle and solidify the offensive line, they'll be good to go. And because defensively, they're not bad. They're a pretty good defensive team. They're not bad defensively. So I do think getting a tackle early in the round, solidify their um, offense, I think they'll they have a big year. Hopefully. I don't know how they mess the offense. I think y'all missing the mark, man. And I'm shocked because I got three Saints fans here. It's really y'all. Y'all need a quarterback. Wow. Breeze is not going to be there next season. And they were talking about grooming Drew Breeze for taking uh, Chris Collinsworth's job at NBC. You know Drew Breeze is not going to be there. The Saints don't have the draft capital to make that deal. They only got five draft picks. You got to make some move. You got to make, make it. To get a quarter. To so, get, get at least something in the first one. First the Saints are trying to win this year. They're trying to get a player to plug in to win this year. They're not, they're not worried about next year. Who can you get on your offense outside of what you already have? Listen. At the 24th pick to get into the top 10, dude, you fortunate. You I ain't talking about the top 10. This year first, next year first, You can get a good quarterback. You can get a Herbert. You can get one of those other quarterbacks. That you like, got to move I, up to the top 10. I want to get Jordan Love, but you got to move up to get him. And, and I don't think Jordan Love – I think he may be there at 24, 25. Nah. He's there. Nah. You pick it. His stock is coming up. His stock is going but, up. But for what I'm reading, from what I'm reading, what they're showing, they say they do every, a lot of teams are doing extensive homework on Jordan because of the tour situation. So that's, that's why I say this can be real tricky for tour if a lot of teams are putting that. Now, it could be if they're doing a pump move on them, saying, okay, we're going to do a lot of move on Jordan, but then they do they, they get somebody to move up and get a trade, and they still get tour. But it, it's a lot going on with Jordan and tour right now that I think. Jordan, Herbert, people, um, I like Herbert. Herbert. People, are looking at, people are looking at Jordan Lawrence junior year take because he had all his weapons there. Last year, we watched him. He didn't have, He had a whole new crew. He was work breaking in, and they weren't ready. You watch him get to LSU in the LSU game. He 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 held his own, but he didn't have the playmakers around him. That junior year when he had all the guys around him, special, special guy. And I think what's the big factor in this all this is that it's the Patrick Mahomes factor. Mm-hmm. I think we want to miss out on the potential Mahomes part two, and they are panicking a little bit, and 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 Jordan's getting a second look and a third look by a lot of teams. I don't know. I just his thing by NBA. I mean, not the NBA, but NFL. First of all, the NFL is comfortable business. Uh, you know, all the way they try to do these shifts and turns when they draft, do all these different storylines and and devalue players, devalue positions, devalue uh, – try to devalue your players so they can pick them up and, like, lay in the draft so they can try to balance the cost factor and all that type of stuff. Those type of things is the only thing that gets on my nerves about the NFL because it's, it's a good old boy league, and they're always trying to take away some player's ability to maximize his value. Um, Jordan Love, I think is I think they the whole thing was like last year he made these, you know, he wasn't as good the year before. And you know, and like just like you said, a lot of weapons was in there. So it's like, what I mean, what are you guys really trying to figure out? Like, I mean, if you look at his tape from the year before when he had all the talent around him, um, he was a very good player. He's sort of like how the kid at Buff in the Buffalo was when he had a lot of talent around Josh him. Allen, yeah. Uh, yeah, Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. He put up decent stats. Last year, they took away all his talent out there in Wyoming, and he struggled. I mean, now he's playing with a little bit better talent in Buffalo, and you can see him trying to feel the final, maximize his potential. That's one thing I hate about the NFL, because it's just, it's always trying to divide. They're trying to be cheap to get the most. It, 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 it irritates me, man. But it's our capital You got to do what you got to do. Yeah, I see that. But also, I, but I thought the Saints, and I actually think New England are the Yeah, two. New England. Or they need to draft to get up in the draft so they can get them a quarterback. But the, but the, the, the Patriots can do that. The Patriots can do that, but they never do it given their draft history and draft system. But for the Saints, they're trying to win now with Breeze because 
after that, Tabriz is gone. You, you're not rebuilding, you're reloading, but you're, you know, and, and also Sean Payton still has hope in Taysom Hill, which I don't. But, um, you know. He liked Taysom. I like Taysom, bro. I like Taysom. Go watch his tape. He's not accurate. He's not an accurate quarterback. He's an athlete. Look, he should have gotten the ball more against the Vikings. I, I, I've been saying that because of how the Vikings defense is being played when they, when they rush the two tackles in the middle where you can get Drew Brees because Drew Brees can't run the ball. Taysom's good in that situational stuff, but he's not going to be good for the entire game. I'm just – I'm sorry. But that's okay. – Y'all can have I that think, all y'all want. But that's why I told – The guy's near 30, the guy's 30, near 30 years old for, and he's not starting – in a third-string quarterback for a reason. He's not near 30. He is 30. He's 30, yeah. So, <laughs> but, but, the reason why he's 30 – but what I was telling Raymond, you find that out this year during preseason. If it, if there is a preseason, well, preseason. no, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. They want to play Bridgewater. Start. You get look at the preseason stuff. No, that's what I'm saying. This year, this year, this year, you get him all the reps where you can see, dude, is he that guy now? Defense is not showing their real defense in the preseason, dude. Please. Still put him out there. If shit, if he can't be second, if he can't be second, second screen, third screen guys. He was doing that preseason. He beat him. Then you know he ain't that guy. Hey James, I've been saying that. Hey James, yeah, you real proud right now. I see the smirk on your face, boy. You real proud right now. You got a saint arguing with another saint, boy. You real proud right now. real good. And Raymond is sitting there being quiet. You know I'm right. But speaking hey, of degrees, that, that, you don't that, need to be a third uh, person here. That's, that's I, good. I, I like that. Even with, with, so it's not to cut you all Jay. But with Taysom, I get it. Like, you have to give him a chance to play in live action. Now, NFL is a little different in today's game versus back in the day. With these teams practicing together, I'm sure Taysom is getting some burn in that practice. Peyton sees it, right? So, man, Drew take all the reps, man. Drew take they, – they say how Drew take all the reps. But, I Drew mean, Tom Brady reps. was the same way. Like, no right. superstar quarterback wants to give up reps. But at the same time, like you said, this is Taysom's time to play all the preseason, take as many reps as possible, and let Breeze kind of chill for Wednesday, Thursday of practice. But, like – Yeah, that's 11. He knows the system time, in and out. Sit on the bench. Yeah, bro, just chill. You know what I'm saying? But we don't know what you have in a quarterback until you really put him in there, bro. And hopefully he's worked on his accuracy the last three years. Who knows? That's a good segue. Speaking of Drew Brees, if you guys have not been paying attention, the NFL put out an all-decade um, team out there for, 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 for us to debate on from 2000 to 2019. And if you don't know Julio's on that team, I don't know, first team, first team on that, you know, but I guess you guys wouldn't. You know, wouldn't know because your receiver's not on it. But anyway, nobody, nobody uh, debating the Julio. Nobody I just want to make sure you know Julio's on there. I'm not sure Julio, Julio's like Methuselah right now. That's why he's on the team. He's been on. He's on now. Oh yeah, throwing out words I don't even really know. Anyway, he's old. Hey, is D Hop on there? No, Antonio Brown, Julio. And Calvin, Calvin and, and Fitzgerald. Calvin Johnson and Fitzgerald. Yeah, you know, I, I don't have no issue with those. Nah. No issues with that? Nah. No, no, no issue. But the one no. thing that um that I noticed is they that they selected for 2000, 2009, they selected Aaron Rodgers and the Drew Brees. So I'm going to start with, with we're going to go with Ray, Keon, Greg, then Donathan, you'll finish this up. 
how do you guys feel about that? Because Drew Brees, well, he broke a couple of records this past uh, year, last 10 years, right? So yep. he has never won an MVP. Zero, actually. He has zero. zero. I don't know that. That's fine. Uh, he's led the league in interceptions several times. I don't know. You don't know no. that. Several no. Times. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, he's never. He's never. Bro, stop. Yes, he has. Nah, at least twice. So, he's led at least twice. So yes, he bro, has. been in the league 20 years. No, I don't care. <laughs> like, so I don't never care. led the league in it interceptions. It was a straight up robbery. He's led the league in like, twice. What was that? You know what I was like? I think it's a robbery, bro. Hey, Ray. Like, it's I not a, Aaron it's... Rise got his Super Bowl toward the, the beginning of that decade and Breeze just missed his. Breeze over that, that span has led the league in total passing yards. Percentage. Be close in touchdowns. He's like seven wins behind Rodgers and for his team wins in that whole span. Now, granted, the MVP case, he, he had a few years where he should have been MVP. Saints had a great record. Didn't get no, one. No, no lies, bro. No, he dude, did, no, dude, he the Super Bowl. I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell the truth, Rain. I'm gonna tell the truth, Rain. Oh, 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 I'm gonna tell the truth, Rain. Oh, you only been in, you only been in a championship game. It's just 2019. You only been there one time, dude. I just said, I didn't say how many times we made to the. I said he's had some years within that span where he could have easily won an MVP or not. We're not saying years. We're talking 2010 to 2019. And in that decade, the Saints had Even three still, seven though, nines. Even that, that, no, in, in that decade, Tom, Drew Brees had three seven and nine years. So that hurt. Three? So three. How many? Three. How many? And, oh, good. And it's not his fault because the defense sucks. Well, well, what was it, the Packers? The sucked every time. It, it really sucked. So it's not, So and all those stats were kind of inflated because he had to throw the ball because the defense sucked. So it happens. Oh, it yeah, Aaron Rodgers' defense. Do I? Do, he do passing I, the ball all do, over the place? Do I? Do now? If, if this, if the question was who I want as my starting quarterback for one game, that ain't the question. I know. <laughs> but for the decade, but for the decade, for the decade, I, I see why to give Aaron. I'm not gonna complain about Drew Brees. Drew Brees is always gonna be, you know, he's he's gonna in he, certain levels. He's he, look, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. He but he's always gonna be in the back of the line. He's a, he's the little brother. When He's people talk about the let me change let me ask you this, Keith. Let me let me change it here. Do y'all think Dubreeze is devalued? Do you think his career has been devalued? Well, you're playing the same era as Tom Brady. It's like for me, here's my here's my big people, my big example. Hey, man, get his props. I'm gonna give you a perfect example. But people won't recognize this, but they play in two different markets. Lawrence. You can't tell me, I mean. You can't tell me Ricky Jackson, Ricky Jackson was a Ricky Jackson was a Hall of Fame player early on. He should have been in the Hall of Fame, a first ballot Hall of Fame. But because he played in New Orleans, he didn't get the recognition he deserved. That dude won Pat Swilling and, and uh, MVP because he got double team every time. Go look at Ricky Jackson when he played, dude. I'm sorry, I'm 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 very passionate about that. But he since he played in the shadow of Lawrence Taylor, he would never get his due. I was born in '81, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> man, go ahead. Keon. You, you, you can laugh what you want. Yeah. Raymond and Keon, who I'm talking about. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Keon, what's your thoughts on this? Yeah, I, I, I agree. I can see why they gave it to, uh, I can see to, to Aaron Rodgers. Uh, like, like Greg said, we had a few years where we didn't make the playoffs. And then over the last – it, it went from what? To 2019, right? Yeah. And the last two years was a disappointing flame-out years by the Saints, you know. Came with, with Drew Brees, didn't really play well in those playoff games. Didn't. And didn't. he probably can, it's the reason why we didn't win a Super Bowl the last two, three years. 
you know, solely not on him, but he had a big part in reason. I think if he'd have won a Super Bowl, another Super Bowl in these last three years, they would have gave him the nod over Aaron Rodgers because he would have yes, had he a, another Super Bowl over Aaron Rodgers. These last three years hurt Drew Brees from not making that decade team. They clearly, period. If he'd have won one more Super Bowl, he clearly had the talent, and we didn't get it done. And that's what hurt him, and that's why they picked Aaron Rodgers. Uh, just, just a note, uh, Drew Brees only had uh, led the NFL one time in interceptions. So I, was, I was off once. Yeah, yes. twice. Yeah, he, he he did it once. Yeah, but uh, um, I th- I think I think they made the right choice. I do agree that these last couple of years hurt Drew Brees because they did have the talent, they did have you know the team to get to the playoff and also win to the and win the Super Bowl. So I think we we. It, it, it's just a, it's just a tough situation because 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 Breeze have had great years where Aaron Rodgers like last year looked like he was on a downside because of coaching change and because he hasn't played well either the past couple of years. Oh, he hasn't either. So, no, he, yeah, he hasn't yeah, won on the so, road. He hasn't won on the road. Yeah, so it's like Rodgers don't like, win on the road. It's like it's like okay, how do you really judge that? You know what I'm saying? So I think due to the fact that they looked at New Orleans for the past three years as having a championship squad. And they gave Green Bay a pass due to their defense and not being so not being as great. I think that's what hurt Drew Brees. And and I think let, let, let me ask this question. If we was to do the switch of Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers to y'all Saints fans, do y'all think y'all have made it to the Super Bowl one of these uh, one of these uh years? One of the last three years. Uh, I, and, I think and one. And one well, let me say this. Do y'all think y'all would have made it to the Super Bowl? And do y'all think y'all would have won at least one of the Super Bowls in the last three years? We're going to beat the Patriots. We're going to beat the Patriots. Yeah, I do. I do. We're beat the Patriots. I think yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, the Saints got robbed. They would have beat the play the Patriots, and they would have beat the Patriots. Yeah, they would have beat the Patriots. So me personally, I think y'all would have won two years in a row, maybe even me three. Too. Because if you look at the turnovers that Drew Brees had and when he made the turnover, Aaron Rodgers don't make them turnovers at that time. Mm-hmm. A lot of games, he does not make those kind of turnovers. <laughs> so, And I think when when y'all got y'all defense and y'all made it work and y'all made it go, Drew Brees, like you said, he was the deciding factor in a lot of these games where I, one I, mistake really hurt y'all. Well, I'm going to give you a take a step further than Drew Brees. I think the problem is that it's – it's a blessing and it's a curse that Drew Brees and Sean Payton has a symbiotic relationship. And I say it's a curse because I think Sean Payton need, sometimes needs to take it away from Drew Brees. He trusts Drew Brees too much. I think one key part was that Minnesota game last last year when Taysom Hill ran the ball for 30 yards. And then the next play, okay, I'm going to let Drew Brees step back and what happened? He fumbled the ball. Mm-hmm. And he tried to make a play that wasn't there. And I think – at that time, with the way the defense was playing Drew Brees, they should have kept using Taysom Hill and that flex cat and ran outside because the Vikings had no contain on the outside. But the problem, it goes back to Sean Payton having too much of leave, giving too much leeway to a guy who's aging. And you got sometimes be sometimes you gotta be that cop, that bad cop to say, pull back, Drew, we can't, we can't do this. And you gotta, you gotta be a smart enough coach to do that. No, I'm serious. You have to do that. If this is checking quarterback for himself. If this show is about breaking down why y'all lost. Then we'll we'll no, go. It, it just it is what it is. We'll break down your laws. Wait, you can't do it. You're a Falcons fan or something? But that's but that's your question, Donovan. I, I think if we had um, 
Aaron Rodgers, we definitely would have had two Super Bowls. Yeah, if, if Aaron Rodgers was yeah. there, we won, we won two Super Bowls, yes. Yes. Now, suppose because, that, uh, because Aaron Rodgers could run outside and buy time. Or if it's third and three, Aaron Rodgers will get the three yards himself. Okay. I run the ball. Yeah. So, Drew Brees did yeah. a lot of plays. There. I'm very realistic about Drew Brees. I love Drew Brees. But I'm very realistic, realistic in terms of how his limitations are right now at this stage of his career. And he ain't got no deep ball right now. He don't have a deep ball. Aaron Rodgers got a deep ball. Drew Brees is winning games based on his brain. Yeah. He ain't winning it physically. Which is better than half the quarterbacks in the league anyway. Yeah, true. Well, let me ask y'all a question. This let me follow this follow up that question. This is real quick. What player did you want to see on that list? One player. On, on, on that, on that, on that, I didn't see anyone I would choose. What player would you want to see on that list? I mean, you mentioned D Hop, but I'm not quibbling about the receivers. AJ Green, maybe. I don't know. Mm. I, I I I think uh Real quick, man, Donathan. Brown, Antonio Brown. <laughs> Antonio Brown. He's on the list. He's on the list. Oh, Come on, man, do your homework, Donovan. Yeah, but you. No, but I thought I thought I, I thought I seen him, but I like. Oh, okay, whatever. Antonio's on the list. Uh, I don't know. I, mean, I, I didn't have anything to football the team. I would say probably T. Sizzle. Okay. No, T. Sizzle could have been on Demarcus Ware. Exactly. Yeah, Sizzle ball. Yeah. Keith, yeah. Keith, what about you? What player? What would you want to see on that list? Yeah, I, to me, man. I think they got it right, actually. Okay. I think they got it right. Okay. Yeah. Man, I'm just glad they recognize the Saints offensive lineman because uh, uh, he's out. He was he's good. Jari is an excellent guard. Yeah, I've had, uh, had a real solid offensive line for a while now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but that's the Saints. That's the same. when you got a small quarterback like that who doesn't have the height, and 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 he throws in the middle of the field. You could, the Saints has always you look at the Saints history with Drew Brees. Look how much they pay their two guards every all every year. They got to have big maulers at the guard position. So the Saints got to spend money at the guard. So if you're a guard in the league, you want to make some money? Holler at the Saints. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, man. Let's jump to the next topic here, man. Yep, yep. Talk about my man Cam. Cam, oh, Cam. Cam. Damn, Cam. Cam. <laughs> Cam looking for a new home, man. Um and it's not a lot of selections out here. So I'm going to throw this out to y'all. We, and we do a little round robin on this one. Mm. Out of the three teams, Jacksonville, New England, San Diego, what do you guys feel like is the best fit for Cam Newton? I, th- I think San Diego. Los Angeles. Technically Los Angeles, y'all. LA. Yeah, LA. I think LA. Yeah, LA. I think LA. I think he just need to go to LA for his personality. Uh, they need a quarterback. I don't know how he'll work in a Belichick system. Uh, yeah, and in Jacksonville, nah, I'd better go to LA than Jacksonville. <laughs> so I'm gonna keep it short. LA. <laughs> I'm with you in there. LA? Yeah, he I think it, him and uh, his his personality will clash with Belichick. Because you know, Cam, you know, has a huge personality. He's like bigger than the team, his personality wise, fashion and all that. So that wouldn't work. But LA would be intriguing. Um, I think if if um, dude, what's the coach name, man? Melvin? Nah. Um, uh, Lynn. If Lynn, 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 Lynn. Lynn, I mean, I'm sure they can. They they, they would have got him by now. So I think Cam might be out of luck with uh, L.A. because I think L.A. going to go young quarterback. Uh, you pay him less versus Cam. Cam going to probably want at least, what, 20 mil at least? Nah, he, he, I don't think so. Oh, you think he going to sign a, a cheap deal less than – 
Like let's say Teddy Bridgewater or somebody like that. Seventeen. Yeah. Yep. Nah, bro. No. All right. Let me tell you something. When you don't have no job. And, and, and the job market is scarce. <laughs> I don't care what you you might think that you don't get me wrong. Going to going to LA would be perfect for Cam because Cam now have a running game. He has quality receivers, something that they he never really had outside of Steve Smith. You know when he was in Carolina, he has a better defense. He doesn't have to do a lot with that offense out there. And for him, he can spread the ball around. He can run the ball, and they got a good offensive line because Philip Rivers didn't get sacked that much. So that's the that's the perfect that would be a perfect scenery for um for for Cam and then he can keep stay off his back because you think about it, in Carolina the last three years he got killed whether he was outside the pocket whether he was in the pocket so L A would be the perfect spot for him and I think with their team already been having a great mesh together and has been together for a while I think he can come in and make it happen. Greg, what you think? Well, I'm a I'm a, I'm a disperse this whole Cam can't work with Belichick because Belichick. You got he had these weird relationships. It was like Ocho Cinco back in the day. He had Corey Dillon. He had Randy Moss. The only reason why I wouldn't work in New England because they have a twenty million dollar cap charge on Tom Brady. They are, they already have to spend. They already have enough money tied up to the quarterback position. So in terms of value, unless Cam's going there for five million dollars, that's the only reason why he's not going. He's not going there because of his personality or whatever like that. Belichick can work with anybody, and he and he likes the people that we don't think he likes. So mm-hmm. let's take that out of the table. It's money-wise, he's the reason why he's not gonna, he wouldn't go to the Patriots. L.A. will be a perfect position for him because they're in win-now territory right now. Mm-hmm. The former MVP took a team to the Super Bowl. He has leadership qualities. Look, every, this guy is, won that, everywhere. Do he, he really have leadership qualities? This guy has won everywhere. He won a high oh, yeah, tour, that mean He won a leader. national championship. He's, look, he, he, you have to lead to win championships. He took a team to the Super Bowl. He won a league MVP. You got people followed him because when you, when you win, people follow you. When you to make you a when you're a quarterback and go lay your body out on line like he does, and you hear his teammates, your former teammates say, say they may think he's like, yeah, he, he wears his weird stuff. But when it comes on the field, when he, he puts his body out on the oh, no line, doubt. no question. So I, I that's, that's all the people. That's all the players care about. Does right, he? That doesn't make you a leader. If, if, if you I lay, agree with Greg. You gonna have if to you lay out your as a quarterback laying out he. He has sacrificed his body. He has gone out, played hurt, and his teammates know it. That's because the most that's important. Because he, he wants to win. That, that's, that's why. That's but why. Rame, everybody, everybody lead differently. You can he have a guy different. who give a speech, or you can have a guy who do by follow my direction how I do things, how I show up for practice, how I work out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everybody lead different. Everybody right, come in there and give you a motivation speech. Arnold's <laughs> Cam won everywhere he's gone. Yeah, I like people. I mean, like his style and like his fashion. And that's his outside interest. But on the field, what does it do? Do so? Why is he? Why? Why hasn't he been signed then? Does he think it's just the money? Well, no, I think not I, money is health. It's also health. He's look. He's played nine years in the league. His body's probably played like he's played for fifteen years because of all the wear and tear on his body. Right. So I get yeah. that point. Uh, and, and I think. Look. And I think. And I think. Uh, Carolina ain't get him. They waited till all down there, all the quarterbacks got signed. They let the guy they go. Were wrong yeah, they were wrong. They had no loyalty toward him either. Yeah, they so they didn't really do him a good disturbing by giving him a fair chance to even get signed by a couple of teams. Well, let's take a part. I'm going to take it a little deeper. You got two former overall number one quarterbacks who were selected, who are Heisman Trophy winners, who are jobless right now, and who happen to be black. Let's be real here. Why are they on the street still having no job? I don't care what you have to feel about Jameis. Jameis has talent. A lot of those balls, his teammates said they ran the wrong routes. 
Uh, he had some chip balls and stuff. But Jameis has some talent. He may be quirky. He won a Heisman Trophy. He won a national title, too. So you can't do those things and not have any talent. But, so, but here's the thing. I think that – I think Cam won. I think Cam would be great in Belichick's system because two things about that. I think Belichick knows how to get the most out of Cam Newton. But I also feel like Cam outside endeavors distract his, his play sometimes uh, or his focus. And I feel like if he's in New England, it's going to be football, all football related. It's not going to be anything else. So in, in Charlotte, listen, Atlanta's four hours away. You can jump and go down and smoke your cigars at your own little, you know, establishment. You can go and hang. So what Michael Vick did all the time. He exactly. left Atlanta and went to Virginia. I didn't realize that. We didn't, if you didn't hear him say that, you would not know Michael Vick. He used to jump on a flight and head down, I mean, head up to VA and then conduct whatever business he was conducting there and then jump back on a flight and head back to Atlanta. And I feel like being in Charlotte was just too close to Atlanta for him to be able to go down there and enjoy certain things and to come back to Charlotte. And we just no telling. And I think sometimes it's focused. And I, I see him on the gram. And he's working out. He looks like he's a workout warrior. He, he's dedicating himself to get himself in the best shape possible. But sometimes I question Cam mentally, is he really focused on how to process the game and be a better quarterback? And is he doing the, the film studies? Is he doing the other things that's going to help him Establish, establish his re, reestablish his games. I think New England would have been the perfect place for him to kind of get that 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 mojo back. And I mean, listen, we all know Belichick's a wizard with the cap. He'll figure he would have figured that out. He would figure it out, right? Now, L.A. That's the problem. L.A. distraction. Uh, Jacksonville. Mm, that's 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 not a bad prediction, but I just don't think they have the weapons. The that's, that's a career killer, right there. That's right. They don't have the weapons. They're the, the new Oakland Raiders. No, them boys are the career I don't killer. Think they have a weapon or coaching to really, to really. But they got, but Jacksonville got some young, some young talent and receivers though. Eh, I mean, the they young were... boy, uh, they had a good year. Cole, the young yeah. receiver, Colin, the slot. Mark they got Brown a boy. Uh, they had a big year this year. But they, they, listen, listen, they got some weapons, and they got they they should have a stud of a running back. But we should. don't know how he's gonna feel, how it's gonna happen if he if he's gonna be able to play through the hamstring problems he's had. Some of the other health issues he's had as far as that's key boy. Uh, my boy. Ron Dane special. Ron Dane 2.0. Hey, every, every, every year he get numbers, man. He getting his numbers every year. Ron without Dane a quarterback. 2.0. I don't know what number you know, Ron Dane. That dude get numbers every year without a quarterback. Right. He get hurt every year. He, 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 he getting a beating. He need a quarterback. Man, that boy ain't getting that much of a beating. That boy ain't play a whole season. He got hurt the first game and sat out. And when man, he played dude, nine, he got two a, years ago. He got over a thousand yards every year. No, nah, he didn't. Please. No, he didn't. <laughs> like, no, he didn't. No, he, no, he didn't. didn't. No, he didn't. No. Wait, who? Which running back? You talking about uh, Ron Dane? Ron Dane? Ron Dane? Oh, Ron Dane. Ron Dane. We talking about? <laughs> no, we talking about four. I, I heard Fournette. you say Ron Dane. Like Ron Dane? Really? For, Fournette. No, he's talking about Fournette. Fournette. Oh, Fournette. Well, Fournette. He's a he's a he's a problem. You know, he has yeah. Look, Fournette's guy. The Fournette doesn't have to support like Derrick Henry does because they're the same running back. Those two guys are the same running back. Hmm. Somewhat. I mean, Fortnite has more pop speed than Henry. He's but not. Henry is the same type of back. Henry's just bigger. It probably could take on more collisions. The thing about Henry, though, I think what they do a good job with Henry is that early in the season, they don't give him the ball a lot. Yeah, they fresh. yeah they they keep him fresh for the end of the year because defenses are tired and they get their asses beat when they get run to a big <laughs> like Yeah, Fournette for just hasn't lived up to the hype, bro. No, he hasn't. I mean, that, that, that's really what's hurting him. That's true. He had a good game. He had a game where he had, what, he ran for 300 yards? One week and the next week he disappeared. Disappeared. Yeah, because like you know, since high school he was the man. 
LSU, he was a man. And like you coming in with that except much, when he played Alabama. He except when he played Alabama. Well, that's, you know, that's, I think that's a whole team issue right there. But he just hasn't lived up to the hype coming into the NFL. He's had some tough. He should have. Yeah, he's had some. That's tough. a lot of pressure, bro. That's a lot of pressure to perform, and you used to being the man. I mean, he's just not getting it done. With man, until you until you open up the pressure. Until you open up the offense around that guy, man, it's hard when they just loading the box on you. $10, just like when he played Alabama. Shit, everybody in the box waiting on him. Shit, I don't care know. who you are. You so that's what I say. Coaching, coaching <laughs> is subpar. So, yeah. you know, you're going to have an issue. But, you got to get out of there, too. So, so the most part. Is we're, it, taking him in the, we're taking him in the wounds. But we're going to talk back to the running game. Cam, is Cam better in, in L.A.? One way. L.A. LA. LA. I'm going with LA. LA. I'm gonna go with New England. I think yeah, you made a good point. Yeah, I mean, New, I, know, I, I agree with New England, but they're not. He, they doesn't have to start cap space for him. <clears throat> I think Belichick can make some moves. He can make some moves and get. He's that. already spending twenty. He's already spent. He's already got twenty five million dollars spent on that quarterback position. Well, he, so he, he's still paying Brady. He's paying Brady. The, he got twenty one million dollars dicks dead cap or Brady cap money. Twenty one uh, million dollars of dead space. Okay. Yeah, he done. Mm. Can't well, work. but that doesn't mean, you know, what the question was, like, if it could work in New England, it probably wouldn't be bad, like James said. It could work if if, if, if all things being equal. But given yeah. the star cap situation, no. Dang. All right, so let's dive into uh, this trade that just happened. So, you know, still stuff going on in the NFL, business being conducted. The uh, Texans just traded for Brandon Cooks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Billy. Billy died to make him. <laughs> Man. Bruh, he making all the wrong moves. Making all type of moves, man. So, just a quick little uh, grade. I want y'all to give me a grade on that trade. Kim, I'm going to start with you on this. Man, I don't know what the hell this dude doing, bro. He need to take his GM powers away right now, man. You trade probably a number – well, top three receiver, however you want to rank them, to go trade for Cook. That shit is backwards. <laughs> you hustling backwards, bro, for real. What's your grade? You hustling, like they say, you hustling backwards, dog. What's your grade on it? I'll get that shit a D. Greg, <laughs> <laughs> what's your grade on it on that trade? F. You, 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 yeah. you, this guy's been traded for the fourth time. He's a, he's a concussion risk. Yeah. He only run. He only runs certain routes. He doesn't run. He doesn't do what Hopkins did, going in the middle. You will never see Cook go across the middle. Why do you think the Saints got rid of him? He wanted $10 million a year, and Sean Payton said, deuces. Yeah. <laughs> and, also Bill, and also Bill Tech said, deuces. Yeah, not, yeah. A, deuces. not a Rams. And Nick Zay said, deuces. Donathan, what's your, said, deuces. Donathan, what's your grade, bro? Man, man that's going to get an F. Yeah. He gets an F. It, 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 you, you can't say no D, D. That's going to get an F. You traded draft picks. And your best player on your team for somebody that had concussions. Then had what six concussions? Been in the league six years and had six concussions. I mean, probably had more than that. They probably have more than that. that. Those are the ones they only reported. Yeah. Are you serious as a GM? Like for real? Are you and serious? Here's, and here's the problem. Here's the problem. It's just like Raymond is is, is the you know is, is Ron Hansen the GM for the Houston Texans right now? He might no. be though. <laughs> he might be dog. <laughs> he, might, he might be. Yeah, that's, this is definitely a help, dog, because not only do you get Brandon Cook, but you give up a second round pick for him. And, like, you, like, that's just too much capital when you already don't have a first round pick. 
And now that you're giving up your second round two for a player, nine times out of ten, it's not going to finish the season. He could be going the second game of the season probably. No, he's no different than uh, Fuller. Like, you got two injury prone. Always gets hurt. That, 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 always. always hurt, bro. Like, you're dependent on these guys. And who else you got? Kenny Stills? Kenny Stills. Who's, who's in and, and Randall Cobb. OT and Randall Cobb. Like, Another injury risk. Dude, if I'm the owner, bro, dog, he would have, as soon as that trailer went down, oh, I'm taking your GM away. And, dog, you on the high seat. But you got to think about this, too, though, right? The owner's probably still mad with Hopkins when they felt about what he said about the uh, – about the about the inmates and, and Hawkins didn't go to practice. Oh, so, right. Well, he well, did. Also the problem, also the problem <laughs> too, is that the head coach goes and talks about how Hopkins brought three of his baby mamas to practice at the same time. Like, so what? Yeah, bro. Who cares? Though? That's some real cares? pimp shit right there. That's some real pimp shit, man. <laughs> but, uh, That's real tough. Who cares, owner, bro? The owner, Bob uh, Magnet, he dead. So. Well, he dead. But I'm saying it's still the whoever the people who it's own the team, yeah, his sons. So they probably still felt some kind of way about him, like going on against that. But who knows? I still give him an F. I, I agree with everybody, man. But they can give him an F, man. That that thing was terrible. So let's finish up our, our NFL uh, segment segment right here. Let's give me a little. Give me give me give me your thoughts real fast about those Falcons new uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> They're not bad. What y'all think, Greg? Let me start with you. What you feel about? Our uniforms, man. Be, be they're not bad. They're not bad. They're, they're like, I mean, like they look like they look like from um, what's that movie with Adam Sandler? Look how they oh, look yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. What movie is that? The Water Boy? Nah, not, nah, not, not the Water Boy. One of those in jail. Uh, jail. Oh, 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 yeah, the jail. Oh, that's that's the that jailbird look. Yeah, I mean they 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 solid. I mean they ain't, I ain't got no. They look nice. I mean, listen, they won't help, help, help them at race twenty eight to three, but you know, no man, like you between you. Yo, I love doing this every week. Like every time something happens, the 28th for the month, I got to hear about this. If it's the third, March 28th. 328? Yeah. Three. 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 Yeah, you ain't gonna never live that one down, James. Listen, we'll be all right, man. When we get back in that thing, we're gonna win that thing. Let's get it. Keep But the first time I went, y'all, y'all had what happened? Eugene Robinson? Yeah. With the man. <laughs> 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 we weren't gonna beat the Broncos anyway. They were just a better team. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's all right though, man. That's why y'all been good. So so James, you gonna get you gonna get your new jersey, bro, with your ATL ordered. on your chest? I already ordered it. You already ordered. Yeah. Who you get? Uh, what what jersey you get? Yeah, I always get my own now. I don't really try to get no. You you not your boy Matt Ryan. You don't like your boy Matty Ice. It's not that you don't get Matt Ryan's jersey. It's just that if Matt Ryan don't retire as a Falcon, then what I'm gonna do? Is oh, that you think he's gonna be gone? That is true. That is true. That jersey. Hey, you so can't, these players move around. Oh, you thought Matt Vick was gonna be. A well, you already know Julio gonna be there. Well, well, you got Julio jersey. But uh-huh. that's why I got Julio. But if I got Oh, I got Calvin Ridley, Julio, but then the last one I ordered is called my last name on it. Oh, okay. <laughs> what color you get? You get the white or black? Because imagine if you were to get like a D free jersey. Yeah, D free. Yeah, you knew he was going to be gone. Like, I could. So come on. <laughs> you get the white or the black, John. What's that? You get the white or the black. Uh, uh, the white one. 
Okay. It's not bad. He's a white it's one, so when they, when they start losing, he turns his jersey into a white flag. I give up. I give up. No, when I when we start losing, man, I, I go switch to a new jersey. <laughs> <laughs> give me a new one on there. A fresh one. <laughs> oh, Ask people been around me. They see me do it, too. Yeah, it's not they they not bad though. The uniform, but you know, they're not bad. Here's the thing the people making fun of the front, but actually, that's that was those jerseys, those are the lead requirements. You have to have it, yeah. those new jerseys like that. So, they everybody's got a comment, but they were bad. It wasn't bad, they weren't bad, man. Bad. So, man, let's get to like mess with the Falcons fans. I'm just still mad at them because they went against their own interests, uh, celebrating the Saints getting robbed and not going to Super Bowl in New Orleans. You know the Saints were, I mean, the Super Bowl in Atlanta. You know the Saints were, the Saints were the Super Bowl in Atlanta. How much money Atlanta would have gotten that year? The city, y'all ain't care. Y'all ain't want that. <laughs> Who gives a shit if y'all went to Super Bowl or not? <laughs> like, we don't. Nobody cares. You can put your little signs up. That's y'all fault. You should have won the game. We got robbed. You got robbed. Now did, did Drew Brees throw that? Did you did you get robbed when Drew Brees threw that interception over? We wouldn't be in that position if we got robbed. That's my point. Yeah, That's all. We wouldn't be in overtime if we was in that position, dude. You know it. Get out of here. It, it, <laughs> if, if I was watching on Drew Brees. Hold on. Ice. Hold on. If two of them fumble that ball going to the end zone, we would have beat LSU. Come on. And it was in 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 He fumbled. Oh, <laughs> but he wasn't robbed. He wasn't robbed on the on a, on a, the whole world. Even Stevie Wonder thought that was a was uh, was a penalty. Yeah, that's two different things. Two different things, see. dude. But Drew Brees, say, yeah, Drew Brees, that's all it is. And I didn't see the play. I don't care. If Drew Brees would have played better, y'all wouldn't have been in that position to get right. No, we, uh, we, you're right. We should have scored more points in the first half. Were you up 14-0 at halftime? We were. Hmm. Was you at home? Yeah, we were. Hmm. <laughs> we still should. We still, we still should. We still positioned to win the game. The game would have been over right there. We had the ball and still had the ball. The game was over. It's a good time to start talking NBA. Uh, <laughs> time to move on. <laughs> so, you know, it's been a lot going on. The COVID virus is fake sports across all the channels, all different ways. But now, uh, you know, we all know how it affected the NBA. The NBA was the first organization to shut everything down. Um, so, and the first player who, who was infected or COVID-19 positive, at the time it was coronavirus positive, but COVID-19 positive is uh, Rudy Gobert. And we all saw what he did. I mean, I don't know if that's when he got, we came in contact with the virus, rubbing the mics, but it definitely was not a good look. So with that happening, it led to other players getting infected. One was one of his players, one of his teammates was Donathan Mitchell. And there's a lot of reports going on that, you know, that relationship cannot be repaired. So I'm going to throw that around to the team, starting with you, uh, uh, Ray, on this one. Um, do you think these guys will ever be on the same team again? Yeah, I mean, I, you got to forgive and forget, bro. I mean, they both came out healthy. Um, it was definitely an unfortunate situation with him playing around. Um, hopefully, you know, he didn't know and was just, you know, just making it a joking matter. Um, going in the locker room, touching on the, the clothes and a lot of things that he did. Um, but I think they probably talked about it and probably got it off their chest. But, you know, you just move on, man. And, you know, just like I said, thank both of them are healthy and, you know, just learn from it, bro. They're young. Like, we look at these NBA players, you know, they're younger than us. 
You know, they damn they could be our kids almost in certain situations. You know what I'm saying? They so are younger than us. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. So they're way younger than us. So they 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 prone to make mistakes. Yeah. It's like when we were in our twenties, bro, we probably did things that we look back like, bro, I was stupid as hell for doing. But you know, you learn from it. And I hope Cooper Gobert learned from that and hopefully they talked it out and man, they move on from me. Dante, man, what about yourself? Man, you know what? It's a situation where, okay, Donovan Mitchell upset is thinking that, you know, this is the thing. He could have gave it to Rudy. Nobody don't know. You know. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just like even now when you go to the street, you don't know who got what because neither one of them was never tested before, before this happened. So you don't, so so in the sense of Donovan Mitchell pissed off, oh, you got me caught up in this. Bro, you, you could have had it and gave it to him. So at the end of the day, like Ray said, both of y'all are okay. You know what I'm saying? You're not on your deathbed. Just move forward. Just be thankful that you're not on your deathbed and you're able to get tested. You caught it and you can move forward and be on the same team because there's a lot of people who did right now. So just take it as what it is, a learning lesson. And like you said, you made a mistake. You know what I'm saying? It didn't look good when he was touching all the mics, but you're still alive. Take that and move forward. Keon, bro. Go ahead. I'm going to let Greg finish this out. Uh, yeah, I, you know, he was just being immature at the time, man. Nobody was really taking that joint serious like that. Oh, coronavirus, man, whatever. You know, thinking you invisible from it. And like Donovan said, you can't be he can't be mad at him. Cause like he said, you could have you could he could have got it from somewhere. He ain't had to get it from that guy. We don't know who in the locker room had it first. Just like KD and them had it. They not they wasn't in the same locker room. It just bound to happen when you rub an elbow with different people. You know, and just like uh, everybody's saying, y'all both healthy. Y'all both getting paid millions of dollars. Y'all need to forgive and forget and go play ball together if we have a season this year. So, yeah, you know, so at the end of the day, people done lost their lives, man. So it's bigger than them. That's all I got to say about it. Go ahead, bro. Greg. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, I mean, you know, we wrote that story in Athletic about how this whole relationship is going to go down. And yeah, I think that's what I think it's from. Yeah, I, I kind of started. And I'm glad because I wanted you to talk about it right now. I, I, just when you read the story, and the guys did a great job. Our boys did a good job in the story. But when you read the story, the one thing I think I take from that is not the fact that you say Rudy gave it to Donovan Mitchell or whatever it's at. I think the point was that Utah was ahead of the curve because of Snyder's relationship to in, in Washington. And I think, you know, being educated during that period before all this stuff went down, I think certain players on the team took it seriously, and some people didn't. And I think just the act of what Doc, what, what Rudy Gobert did with touch the microphone, the act of that I think probably pissed off Donovan more so than actually passing along. And I, you know, I think the act of that, not just you know getting sick, it's just that this was something serious. And I think everyone took it differently. Even if you read the comments that uh, uh, um, um, my man um, uh, Joel Ingles you know, stated in that story, you can tell that. There was still a lot of confusion about it. Some people took it strongly, stronger than others. Uh, but at the same time, you got when you were in close quarters like that, you would hope that everyone uh, would respect everyone, everyone's space and feel like, okay, even if you don't take it seriously, it's personally, but as others, I could impact other people around me. I think the community part probably just impacted maybe why Diamond feels because you are with these guys every day. That's all you see during a basketball season for six months. So. It will be critical for Utah to uh, salvage that relationship because, you know, yeah. Donovan Mitchell, he could be a, he'll be a free agent in a couple of years. 
Yeah. And um, you'll be a hot commodity. You could just walk and Utah can't continue to lose talent players uh, because they're not going to sign free agents. No free agents going to sign directly with Utah to live in Salt Absolutely right. I, so I it's very critical for the franchise to try to mend those fences because the only way Utah is going to get solid players like in the class of Abu to Gobert and the class of Donovan Mitchell is through the draft. And that's hard. You can't keep depending on that every year. Man, to me, I think, I think some of the issues is, you know, the ignorance part of it. Uh, I mean, of course, I mean, Rudy Gobert and I didn't know what, what we know now. Like the effect is, it has had on on um, on everybody's lives um, that we're having that we're we're finding out now is totally different. But my issue is is that it is it was it's it's a left of, it's a, it's a, um, a, um, a um, I, I'm about to say do that, but it, it it it's a situation where I mean people are dying. So you to not take that serious frame of mind. Of something that can a virus that can actually kill you. Um, I can see why Donovan Mitchell is kind of still at that mode where he is not in forgiving mode. You know, what I mean, when you're having people, it's affecting so many people's lives. I mean, there's players whose moms are in, in comas. There's people who are dying on a daily basis. I mean, it, it's directly impacting everyone around you, um, family members, everything else. I can see why he's still holding that internal grudge because of the fact that he may feel like, hey, man, I just can't let it go because it could have killed me because he doesn't know and understand how that virus could affect his body. So, I mean, I understand where he's coming from. I agree with everybody around on, on all you guys' thoughts as well. Maybe at some point he eventually will, uh, you know, let it go before the season starts. But I also feel like this may be his last – this may be his last two years there because of this. I think he's going to probably want to get up out of there. It's either him or Rudy. I don't know. I think something's going to happen eventually where they're either both going to be gone or he's going to move on to something. And it's going to be hard. And it's harder to move or Rudy go back because it's not, it's not a big man's league anymore. No, nah, it isn't. Nah, so nah, it's like. Nah. So. But, but, but do, you think, do you think that um, even though Rudy did what he did, but at the same time, who would say that Donovan didn't give it to him? See, no, I not. think. And, and I think that's where I think that's where Donovan Mitchell has to look has to like like look in, in the middle of this. Yeah, you you did you 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 mad with this dude because you assumed that he you, that he gave it to you, but you don't know that you could have gave it to him. It's just that it just so happens that he touched the mics in that moment. Well, that's the point. I think that's the, it's not the fact that Donovan's saying he could have gave it to him. Not it's the point that he didn't take it seriously. Gotcha. gotcha. I, that's all. That's probably what Donovan's mad about. It's not about because Donovan could have well handed himself. And said, dude, you could have been taking this seriously yourself. I got you. I got you. So. I mean, I, I agree with everybody else, man. I, I agree with you guys. I, I, mean, I think that's, that's the issue. He just, the fact that he just felt like he didn't take it seriously. Enough. Yeah. Right? And, it, and it, if it did impact him in that way, in that matter, man, I, I feel like that's the reason why he probably had an issue with it. Now, you know. You know, as they move forward, man, we'll see how this turns out. This is a real sticky uh, situation. Uh, <laughs> and hopefully when they have a season, if they have a season, we don't even know they're going to have a season. If they have a season, you know, those guys can at least be on the same pace to play on the court at the same time or something like that. They don't have any issues moving forward. As long as there's a season going on. I mean, they don't got to be best friends. We ain't got to be bestie. But, you know, at least, you know, they can coincide as, uh, as, as members of the team. No doubt. Let's dive into C.J. McCollum's comments. He made some real distinct comments about 30% of the league living 
of NBA players living check to check. I thought that was fascinating, right? That fact that he he being the NBA uh, the NBA PA uh, vice PA. Uh, I don't know vice yeah NBA NBA PA vice. vice. President. Being the vice president, that you know that he made that type of statement. I, he came back and tried to clean it up, but I wanted to just get your thoughts on that because if you're in the league, and I mean, let's say you you're not you know you're not the superstar. If you're not, I mean, LeBron's probably not making. He's not living check to check. But if you're like the 12th or 15th man, and you're still making a probably like two million a year. Why are you living check to check, man? Like, why would that even? Why is that performing to an issue? And if that's an issue and if the league is where it's at and, and if NBA players are only receiving 50% of their salaries, right, and this is kind of a combo question, um, what are your guys' thoughts on that? The fact that, you know, this one, the economy and what's going on right now is affecting the way they're where they're at the, at their, uh, uh, their lifestyles or, and the fact that they may not receive the full amount <laughs> of their salary this coming into the season. Ray, you seem like you're already ready to say something, man. Jump into it. <laughs> that joke is over there biting that lip. He's like, man. You're <laughs> so bad. Go ahead, jump into it, bro. Nah, I mean, that that is alarming. Um, but I think when NBA players and uh, Major League Baseball players, when they get these guaranteed contracts, they know they're going to get their money, you sometimes could live over your means. You know, it's like, man, I'm, I'm making, let's say, two, three million. Um, you should be managing your money better, but everybody don't. But when you got that mindset, man, I know my money guaranteed and it's coming, you might blow a little extra on some jewelry or buy an extra car that you probably don't need. Nobody would have forecast that they would stop having an entire season because of a virus or something like that. I don't think nobody would have really thought that. So, That's to me. Yeah, so to, to save the 30% of living paycheck to paycheck, that that is that's that that sounds crazy, bro. For real, knowing the type of money that they make in these contracts and you know sneaker deals and you know outside endorsements, I, I I'm I'm super shocked by that for real. And then hopefully that you know this downtime help cats you know save a little money. Um, you can't go nowhere. Um, and hopefully just you know smarten people up, bro. Key man, go ahead. Bro. Well, you know, man, it's been going on. It's just not starting well. NBA players blowing money or professional players, you know, come from like taking care of a lot of people, bad investment deals, um, saying your boy coming to you like, man, I got this million dollar business deal. You put money into that, it go wrong. So it's just not happening, bro. And like a lot of these cats don't have like uh, endorsements where they're eating off from not playing basketball too a lot of them just making money strictly basketball and like you said you know you're trying to take care of everybody your boys your entourage a lot of these cats got dudes staying in their house <laughs> just living off them so i can see it and it's not a shocking to me you know because you hear the stories about ex-nba players broke at uh, the time when they went into the uh when they had the lockout you know, you had like Kobe and them loaning people money because some of the players didn't even have money to, to make it throughout the lockout. So it's, it's not surprising to me. I'm not shocked at all. Yeah, uh, I feel the same way too, Keith. It's not surprising. I mean, this is well, well, what is surprising is the players today haven't learned from the players in the past. Because you, you get that every year where you have players who, like you said, I think they take for granted, like Ray said earlier, that I'm going to get that check every day. 
gonna get that check. That check is coming no matter how, you know, my contract is guaranteed. And and it's just like regular people. We live outside our means sometimes. And 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 for them to do that and for them to for them to be like 30%, I'm not surprised. I mean, because you know in your mind, oh, I'm gonna get that check on Tuesday. Every other Tuesday or every Tuesday, I'm gonna get that check. So in their mind, I can go spend three or four hundred thousand, blow it, because I know I'm gonna get paid on Tuesday. And I think from from what he said to now, I think a lot of guys, like you said, Key, need to take take this to in consideration. Like, hold up, I might need to cut back people as well as my expenses, knowing that this could happen again, and I don't want to be in the same situation. Yeah, I just, it's just kind of surprised that we've seen this story time and time again. But, you know, like you said, the, the, the eighth and twelfth person on the team, don't have, they don't have those endorsement checks. A lot of the players who get their endorsement deals, they can lift their money off the endorsements, not even touch their basketball money. Mm-hmm. And a lot of players do that. I mean, look, look, at, look at Rob Gronkowski. He never spent a dime. He said he never spent a dime of his salary. He lived off his endorsement money when he played. Um, so – for NBA players, we could say the same thing. Also, look, a lot more NBA players have more – their families have more dire situations than any other athlete. You know, when you think about it, a lot of these kids come from places where their mom didn't have anything. Their brother's in there. They're paying for their brother to go to college. They're paying their mom's house note. They're paying for their house note. And you got to remember, they, they may have – they may make $5 million salary for the year, but half of that, just be, you know, 40% is taxed out. You got to pay your agent whatever percentage of that. And then you 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 know so right there you lost probably forty percent of this five million dollars. So you probably you might might clear two million dollars. So you're down to two million dollars. William, everyone thinks a lot of money, but then you're paying your mom this, you're paying your brother this, and you gotta feed everyone in your family. And then next year you know I have no money in my pocket for the, to take care of things that was going right now. And then what's worse is the situation they're in right now, given that they're not playing, uh, and their families may be in more dire situation, and they're not making they're not making the money now. So. You know, I, I can see why, you know, a certain percentage of players are living from pay, check, check to check. And have them paying baby mama. So that's another problem. And other, pay, pay mama, there's another percentage. There's another, so you could be out 50% of your money. I won't even see it. They kind yep. of call that, I mean, but listen, they call that kind of, you know, unwise decisions, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not preparing for your future. I mean, yeah, we don't, we don't always think about natural disasters, but if you're not preparing for your future, uh, knowing that anything can happen, no, you need something. What you know, the old folks call a nest egg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need mm-hmm. something like that so that you can keep moving forward. Just in case something does happen, you know. I mean, some people call it mattress money. Some people buried in the backyard. Anything that happens that you just know you cannot prepare for, you gotta have something in there so that you can have for a rainy day. So that and it's raining a lot right now. Do y'all guys think it's fair that the NBA, that they the NBA, the way their contracts are set up that they don't have to only have to pay them. 50% of the, the salary? Because I've, I've thought after January, everything's fully guaranteed, but apparently only only a few players only going to get 90% of the salary. Everybody else only going to get 50%. You got think it's fair? Based on the current CBA, when it says you get your revenues based on basketball-related revenues, that's what the contract says. So those revenue, if there's no revenues coming in, you'd be lucky to get your 50%. Your 50% your, your, <laughs> yeah, you're lucky you're getting <laughs> it. For real. I mean, so it's real. I mean, it's just real. I mean, it's real. When you don't have ticket sales coming in, that's part of basketball-related revenues. If people are not buying uh, paraphernalia right now, you know, buying jerseys and stuff right now, they're not buying concessions from the stands to the game, and who knows what the buybacks are from the TV state to TV deals, mm-hmm. you know, 
that's the basketball really ever look and that's people forgot about this part because we've been so knee deep in this the nba is going to face a probably a low or or a flat salary cap next year because of the money that the, the hundreds of million dollars they lost from the china messed up yeah. so this is the same this is it's the same thing mm-hmm. so why are we no one should be surprised at that because that's what the contract states you make the, the, the players get their money off the basketball related in, in revenue and that's a revenue coming in right now and so so that's why that's why it goes back to say like you should just said james save a nest egg build build some money put some money aside because you, you i mean 50 percent. yeah you should be happy you're getting something because you could be i mean i mean give me something you know what i'm saying but at the same time by you giving me something i should have been saving something in the process even though we know we didn't know that it was going to take like the season was going to be like basically like ending but yeah. you still should have something in your back pocket to say hey I'm still good whether they give me 50% or not. I still can feed my family. I still can take care of what I need to take care of. So, because at hey, some point, 50%. Because at some point, if the season doesn't restart or whatever, or you're, not, you're going to miss out on a lot of games, there's a lot of ticket money they got to refund back to people. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money. Think about that. Yeah. Shouldn't they be doing that anyway because of, of the season ticket holders? It's not over with you. Until they get a final determination on how the season uh, goes back. They, they're not going to do that until they have to. So that money they're going to keep, but they're going to put probably, they probably put that money in escrow right now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And like I said, you, and I don't think that they're not going to get all their money in the end. Don't they put the money in escrow, even if they're only paying them 50%? Mm-hmm. That's what you yeah. So they'll get it eventually. Um, but, hey, you, you signed the CBA just like the NFL players. You know mm-hmm. what you're reading. You know what you're signing. It, 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 what it is for CBA. Huh? The NBA has a favorable CBA. Yeah, you know the NBA you know, is all about the players anyway. Like yeah. the NBA is making so much, and money you have like, fewer amount, and you have fewer players to pay than the NFL. You got twelve mm-hmm. and twelve yeah. to fifteen in the NBA, and mm-hmm. in the NFL you got to pay fifty three to sixty. But the yeah. NBA also know like stars and the players make the league. You know what I'm saying? Like the NFL is just what it is. You take it or leave it. NFL gonna make billions, but. The players in the NBA and the commissioners and everybody, they know those players make the league and what it is today and how popular it is. So, but if you, if you have a problem with the, the CBA and get paid 50%, you should never sign that CBA deal. Key, man, we'll give you final thoughts on this. Key, sleep, man. Nah, he, he ain't gonna <laughs> yeah, he out there with Boosie, man. He ain't got time for us, man. Nah, man. Um, I, I, I agree with Greg, man. The, the league is not making money right now. So there's no money we can give you. We're not selling out arenas every night, uh, selling jerseys. Can you even buy a jersey right now from players? You can buy You can shop on NBA.com, but I don't know if they're going to be shipped. <laughs> you know. Huh? So how they work like, that out? Like, like, like we don't know where the distribution We don't know where the distribution center is. Like, for example, Models is, is shutting down all the stores. So I, even if I wanted to buy stuff online, uh, the, the distribution centers in New York and the government's unlo- not allowing those distributions. The oh, okay, well, yeah, so no money being, getting, being done by that. So, yeah, it's the only right so, thing to do. If the NBA, if, if, if the NBA hey, league office right in Jersey or New York, my podcast. All right. that's you can't ship. Yeah, so I agree. There's a mute button for a reason. Yeah, yeah, Donovan, bro. You could have hit your mute to say that, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. My bad, homie. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. <laughs> my mama caught me on guard. My bad. <laughs> tell mom she can't be interrupting the podcast, man. That's what I just told her. 
But now I agree with I agree with Greg saying one hundred percent, man. You know, until you got to do better job of just saving your money, man. You know, if if the if the company not making money, we can't pay you. It's millions of Amer uh, millions of people in America right now not getting paid because they're not able to do their job. <laughs> but sixteen million is filed unemployment, so yeah, reason there's a reason you got to prepare for that type of stuff. So we ain't we ain't worrying about I ain't worrying about no millionaires who making millions <laughs> for real. <laughs> That's true. Greg, man, before we get out of here, let me ask you this question. Are we going to have a college football season? I know you in the weeds, man. Let us know. Man, look, that's a lot of liability for college if you open up, if you're not 100% sure that this stuff is gone. They, they fill out 100,000 people in the stand, and they got all these people who are doing this tailgating that's outside of that. So you got, they got to put a lot of work in. That's where they make their money. Um, the stadiums, you, you can't play no college football games and not have people in it. You're losing money. You know, make, that money, they make it, they're waiting for it. That's why they have these cash games like LSU plays uh, Louisiana school because that's the extra million dollars they get. That's why Alabama plays Troy or whatever. That's why you play these state schools because you're saving as much money. You want all these home dates because the home date is the cash cow. So, I don't know. I mean, I think we have a college football season. Uh, the colleges, but I think the, 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 the all, but the thing is, not all college programs are equal. Like Michigan has the resources to outfit his, their, to try to protect its stadium and have all the hand sanitizers. But what about the what about what about the uh, smallest school who you know is a smaller Division One school doesn't have the finance you know the financial resources to do what Michigan does to protect its stadium. So there's a lot of it's it's, it's ha the haves and have nots are in college sports too. We see it all the time. I think we play, but. They got a lot of work to do with that. And the NCAA has to lead that, which we know they don't know how to lead. So. Exactly. <laughs> it doesn't know what you think. You, you, you think it is? Yes or no? Yeah, you, I think so. I think so. Think so? Quick, before we get out, one more quick question. What LSU going to look like next season? Oh, LSU, they I don't know if they'll win a – They won't be in the playoff next year. They, won't they don't know if they'll get to the playoff, but they'll still have a decent season. They'll be 10-2. and two. Yeah, they'll have a decent season. They'll have a decent season. I look at the schedule, nine and three, ten and two. I'm not expecting no national title. We got we got we got we got I got my national title uh pinned up there on my wall right there. I'm right. good with that perfect season, baby. Y'all have it with one championship. Good for you. Well, no, we got four actually. We got four dog. We okay. got four, not one. When when's the last time George when's the last time Georgia won one? When Hershey Walker was playing? Yeah. <laughs> like, who's a, who's, so a, who's a Georgia fan? I mean, you, you're a Falcons fan. You gotta be a Georgia fan, right? Yes, well, sir. I am all about the tie. Roll is all about the tie. Yeah. Wait, where, where, where are you from, though? Are you Alabama? Huh? Or oh, where are you from, Alabama, though? I am from Alabama. Okay, your account's okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he had to change it up. <laughs> like Greg say, I'm good, man. I'm good with my championship last year. I'm good. I'm we good. beat Alabama last year. And Clemson. I'm good with that. Joe Bro celebrating the airport eight times in a row. You haven't winning one time? Exactly. 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 We won the last one. Nick oh, Saban looking so mad. Nick, it, was, it, was happy, it was so happy to see Nick Saban look so mad and frustrated. We it was a great thing. Like oh, but just remember, we, 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 we got the perfect season first. So don't be get too happy about that. Oh man, you got your ass whooped this shit. Last Hold on. You did you did beat us this year. I, I'm not tripping. You did win the game. Y'all won. Sorry. But just remember, we were the first one to do it. It's all right. No, actually, yeah. actually the Miami Hurricanes did, but you know. What are you talking about? He's talking Tell about him again, Greg. Hello. He's talking about the playoffs. He's talking about the playoffs. Exactly. That's what he's talking about. 
Exactly. Yo, fellas, another show, great show. Another episode uh, four, I think. I don't remember no more these days. <laughs> but another great show. Keon, you're on mute, so you're talking. We don't have no idea what you're saying. Look at him, Oh, my bad. I was like, all these days are running together. They are. Sometimes. <laughs> I, I, Y'all do. Now I find myself putting on an outfit just to, just to go downstairs. <laughs> I put on I put on some clothes. Let me get clean a little bit. Let me get clean this time. I may go just cut my hair just so I can go downstairs. And start- <laughs> hey man, this joint is rough, man. You know, I don't even, I don't even cut on. I don't even cut on uh, uh, my camera while I'm talking when I'm doing my uh, what's name meeting. And I'm like, why did I just go cut my hair? I don't even have no reason. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, I'm trying to stay focused. Hey man, I got I got before we get out of here, man. I got dollars my man Key. I mean, not Keon, but Ray. Ray been uh, me and Ray. We um, we're, we I think it's uh, we we seen the I, I watches together. So I see Raymond's workouts every damn day that he's walking up and down the highway and everything. He's walking yep. seven miles a day. Shout yeah. out to that dude for doing it, that man, because you're getting it big. Yeah, Ray. You don't walk yeah, right. Give it up, Ray. I see it. I say, man, like this dude woke up and started walking. <laughs> woke up and started walking. I, I, Today what, I did. You don't cut no grass, dude. That could be a good workout, too. We don't cut no grass. No, no, I ain't cutting no grass, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I got great mentors that told me to make the money and pay for the things you don't want to do. That man of Hollywood, boy. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, I'm yeah. Pro- I, I, ain't, I ain't shame for nothing. I ain't, I ain't, look, there ain't no lesser meal, man. I ain't kidding that, bro. <laughs> Hell with that. Hollywood. But all right, fellas. Yes, sir. All, all right. right. All right, fellas. Hold on, hold on. Before we, get out here. before we get out here, Greg, we appreciate you joining us. All right, guys. Yeah, Greg. Appreciate you, Greg. What's up, Greg? Bringing the heat, baby. You got no any problem. final words before you uh, get out of here? Anything you got going on that you, you want us to look out for? No, man, just keep reading. I feel like we're, 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 we're looking for the NFL draft. I can't wait. So I'm, yeah, I'm we got to bring you on to talk about that. That's all I got. <laughs> I want to talk about that. So, all right, fellas, man. All right, fellas. Anybody got all right. thoughts? Man, great show. Yeah, we, we we putting it together. We like the big show. We piecing it together, baby. Keep going. Keep going. Right. Man, where you all right, guys. Appreciate you. Let's get out of here. Hey, hey, one thing. What's up? Uh, we're gonna have to, uh, you know, start having our. Uh, I've been doing lately. We were saying the make it feel normal. Might have a happy hour here and there, bro. We have our drinks. We talk a little shit. <laughs> you're drinking right now. <laughs> <laughs> last night. You look like you drink last night. That reason hey, why that's what he looked like. <laughs> I was drinking last night. Drinking last night. I was. Really? Last night. When I saw this morning, I felt like you were drinking last night, but we don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was on live having drinks with people, man. You we need to do that. <laughs> you and Boosie and and <laughs> and Troy, whatever his name is, Lane's Tory Lane, all in the same lane. Yeah. <laughs> all right, bro. Y'all be cool. Let me stop.